the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you will never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ is the person that God the Father wants all of us to imitate. The Bible calls him the firstborn of many brothers. The firstborn are supposed to lead the way so that all the other brothers that follow also go in the right way. He's the one who's supposed to show all the other brethren who follow him how to represent the Father correctly. Because without him, we won't know how to represent the Father like we're supposed to. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. That includes in our conduct, in our speech, and in all of our actions too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father and Jesus will show us how to do it. So, let's learn some things so that we can successfully be the imitators of Christ like God wants us to be. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. He says his ways is talking about God's ways. See, God's ways are always right. Let the church say amen. amen. It's the right way to live our lives. And when if we walk within the right way to live our lives, then everything is going to work out right in our lives. God's way is never wrong. Let the church say amen. amen. It's always the right way to live our lives. I said it's always the right way to live our lives. And so if we get what God has to say about what we ought to do, then I don't care what nobody else got to say. This is the way we ought to walk and this is what we ought to do because it's always right. And not only will it cause us to be able to walk right, it'll cause us to be able to have the right results too. And the right results that you're after is that they do no iniquity. That word iniquity right there means perverseness. The word of iniquity right there means perverseness. We won't do nothing perverse. Now, see, a lot of times when we think of perverse, we go straight to a sexual, praise God. But see, it's not limited to sexual because the actual word perverseness means twisted. It means twisted. Well, what do you mean twisted? Well, well, think about it. It actually comes from a word which means wicker, wicker, like wicker furniture. Anybody ever seen wicker furniture? Anybody can tell me a, charis- a, a characteristic of wicker furniture. What did you notice about it's twisted because it's not straight. It's twisted. Whereas that particular vine or that particular you know, vine that they use, it was, it was twisted. It's turned like that. And see, that's what Satan wants to do. Satan wants to take the way that we do what we do, and he has given us a twisted, perverted way of doing what we do. Where wrong has been called right, and right has been called wrong. Where what we do should be what we should not do, but he's twisted it to make it seem like that's the right thing for me and you. But see, God's way is straight. God's way has straightened it out. So the yay is actually a yay and the nay is actually a nay. Therefore, we can trust it and do what it has to say. 
That's why if we do what God says do and walk in his way, then we won't do no perverseness. We won't be knowing no twisted, jacked up, crazy stuff like we used to do. We won't be conducting ourselves in ways that ought not do. But we'll be walking on the straight and narrow like it's a four-lane highway. Are you listening to me up in here? God wants to straighten out your life. Because I found out most of the stuff I thought was twisted. I thought I'm supposed to cuss folk out when they look at me wrong. I thought I was supposed to hit them fast because they're strong. I thought I was supposed to cut the ones that come at me in a way that they ain't supposed to and shoot the ones that I ought to. Are you listening to me? I thought that's just what I'm supposed to do. I thought I was... Y'all looking at me like... I'm about to tell you some more stuff I do, but I ain't did, but I ain't gonna tell you that then the way you was looking at me like with that one. Praise God. That was the PG version of what I did. I, you was, I was losing you already. Damn, I, I was ready to hit the next gear. And t- Y'all looking like, dang, should I listen to him? Yeah, you should listen to me. Because I got untwisted, praise God. I'm thinking this thing out the way it's supposed to be thought now. I'm living this thing out the way it's supposed to be lived out now. That's one of the reasons why I can tell twistedness so easily. Because I used to be there. And people try to argue with me. I don't think it takes... Some folk just don't believe fat meat greasy. That's all. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's all right. They'll figure it out for themselves. Sometimes you just got to back up and let folk figure it out for themselves. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm talking to some of you parents up in here. Sometimes you got to just back up and let, let, let kids find it out for themselves. You don't want that to happen, but at the same time, if it got the way it got to happen, that's the way it's got to happen. Praise God. There's two ways to learn things, the easy way and the hard way. Praise God. How the easy way is just listening to the person that God put in your life. The hard way is refuse to listen to the one that he put in your life. It's called the school of hard knocks. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And when you come back with 15 hickeys upside your head, then you'll be listen, listen, willing to listen to what somebody said. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But notice this, stanza number three. It says, they also do no iniquity. That's what we want. We want to get the twistedness out of our life. The stuff that we think is right but is wrong. The, thing that we, the things that we think we ought to do that we ought not do. He says, they walk in his ways, not their ways, his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts. Listen to him talking to the Lord. Thou hast, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts. God has commanded us to keep his precepts. Now, I know, I know, I know it happens in every service. Praise God. I can even feel the hair going up on the back of your head because you don't want nobody telling you to do nothing. Praise God. Commanded, commanded. Uh, command it? Yeah, command it. Praise God. In fact, the word, the word commanded right here means enjoined. It means enjoined. That's E-N-J-O-I-N-E-D. E-I-E-I-O. Tag nabbit. Praise God. It means enjoined. God has enjoined us to do what he tells us to do. God has enjoined us to be able to follow what it is that he said to me and you. Now, this word enjoined means to prescribe, speaking of a course of action, with authority and emphasis to prescribe speaking of a course of action with authority or action. So God is prescribing for us with authority, a course or an action. Now, why does he do it with an authority? Well, it's just like a doctor. A doctor enjoins people to follow a strict diet. Come on now. Why? Because he sees something they don't see. He knows something they don't know. He has information that they don't have. He have understanding that they don't have. So when he just run the blood work and run the other works and stuff like that and see what things is after they get all the information back, they'll come and prescribe you a course of action, prescribe you what you ought to do. They'll tell you what to do. And when they say that, it ain't a suggestion. This is what you ought to do. This ain't something that 
that you, that you, no, I don't, I don't think I want to do No, do what they told you to do because they know something you don't know. When God prescribes us a course of action, he knows something we don't know. He's trying to save our lives or at least have us live a better quality of life than we're already living because he knows something we don't know. Are you listening to me? He has information we don't have. Just like a doctor, praise God, a doctor do it that way. He prescribes you what to eat and what not to eat. Why? Because he done looked at your blood work and he said, you need to get the heck off that pork today. Praise God. No, I ain't talking because he know why. He looking at it. Praise God. Because you already got your blood pressure up to the point that your head about to bust. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But you still up in there on all that. Give me a bacon cheeseburger and some, and some bacon milk and some, and some bacon. This. <laughs> he like, look, what are you doing? You know, he try, so he's going to prescribe you to do something. I know what I'm talking about. And when they do it, see, our job is to follow the prescription. That is it. That's if we want to live or at least live the life, quality of life that he's following the prescription affords us to be able to do. We need to follow it. I remember, I remember, I remember the Lord spoke to me once, uh, a few years back, some years back. Praise God. I said he spoke to me. Everybody say him. Yeah. Amen. I ain't saying this to you. I'm saying he spoke this to me. Praise God. God spoke to me. Praise God. In the middle of prayer one day, he just came out of nowhere. Praise God, as he always do. He was somewhere, but you know how to, you know what I'm talking about. Praise God. And he said to me, he said, stop eating meat. I'm thinking like, that's the devil like a mug. I said, because I, I love because I loved meat. I love to taste the meat. I love to cook meat. I like to eat meat. I like to cook with meat. I, I mean, it was just me. I was a meat guy. Are you listening to me up in here? I mean, meat was good for a brother. I enjoyed me some meat. And so when God told me quit eating meat, I'm like, oh my goodness. But I just said, yes, Lord. And from that day forward, that moment forward, I have not let another piece of meat knowingly touch my mouth. And the reason why is because he told me so. See, I didn't ask him why. Well, why? 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 I got no. He know more than me. God know the end from the beginning. God know what I'm about to face, what I'm about to run into. He sees what's down the line for me. And so he'll come back and give us a simple prescription and say, do this, and I'm going to solve you all that. Just like he told some of y'all what to do too. He told you to leave somebody, leave somebody alone and quit letting them call you. Praise God. But no, you just keep on letting them come on by, stay the night and do everything else. Praise God. And then later on down the line, you're going to find out why God said what God said. Are you listening to me? See, see, I, I, I'd rather be seen than viewed. Are you listening to me up in here? I'd rather be seen than viewed. So because of that, I did what he told me to do. And ain't that the same thing? No, you seen standing up straight. You're viewed laying horizontal. Are you listening to me up in here? I don't want no lily on my chest. I, 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 I want to stand up and say what God says and do what God says me to do. So if that's what he told me to do, that's what I'm supposed to do. Are you listening to me up in here? And it's the same thing with you. God speaks to you a commandment, and it's a prescription that's being able to speak to you exactly what you need to do in order for your quality of life to be what it wants to be or that you even have life that can come from here. Are you listening to me up in here? God enjoins you. And listen to what he said. Once again, stanza number 14. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. And not just that we're supposed to do it. All right, I'll do it. Yeah. Acting like you're one of them little dwarfs or something. Oh, we, oh, oh, are you doing what God said do? Oh, we, oh, oh, I got to do what God said do. No, no, do it diligently. That word diligently right there means vehemently. God wants you to do it vehemently. 
And since I already know most people don't really know what vehemently means, the word vehement, not none of y'all, I'm talking about the people going to get the CD. The word vehemently means intensely or passionately, intensely or passionately with strong emotion. So we're supposed to do what God wants us to do intensely and with passion, with strong emotion. See, God prescribes what he prescribes for us passionately. We're supposed to do it passionately. God prescribes what he prescribes for us intensely. We're supposed to do it intensely. God prescribes what he prescribes for us with strong emotions. That's why it is that we really, really, really need to do what God said do. And we shouldn't be dragging our feet and not wanting to do what God said do. We ought to hurry up and do what God said do. Because God mean what he say. Let me give you an example. I remember, I remember, I was telling the earlier service. Some of y'all might remember this too, part of my testimony. I remember, I remember. I was serving in ministry at this particular time, you know, doing what God wanted me to do at that time. But anybody that ever did what God told them to do and walking in the will of God, you know you're going to be attacked. Praise God, it's going to happen. Praise God. Hey, man, it's going to be attacked. That's why a lot of times people come to me and tell me, Pastor, I'm ready to move forward. I'll be like, no, you ain't. Praise God, just slow down. You know, and some of them be getting mad at me, think I'm holding them back. Yeah, I'm trying to hold you back. I'm trying to hold you get back and getting jacked up because I see you ain't ready for that yet. Praise God, because it's going to be another level of attack when you go to the next level. If you go to the next level, you got to be able to handle that devil. Are you listening to me up in here? And if you ain't ready to take him on, you ain't supposed to put nobody in the ring with nobody you already know going to knock him out. You're supposed to give them somebody that they can at least win with. Praise God. Are you listening to And you losing where you are. Praise God. So, hey, man, but anyway. But anyway, I went to another level, and so I'm serving up in there. And I'm helping the man of God travel all over the world, do what he's supposed to do. And all of a sudden, I started noticing my vision getting jacked up. Praise God. You know, before I had excellent vision. But I'm noticing my vision getting jacked up. And I'm starting to see two of everything. Praise God. And then it would go, snap, go back to one. And then it would go to two. And then it would go back to one. And then it progressed to three. I started seeing three of everything. Praise God. I like three better than two anyway. Praise God. When I start seeing three of them, praise God. When I saw three of everything, three is better because at least I would choose the one in the middle. Praise God until I would make it to the doctor. So when I saw three cars in front of me, I just choose the one in the middle. That's the real one. Praise God. The other two is the blurred ones and stuff, you know. So I just do that and everything I do. And I'm driving around all over the town, all over the world, praise God, and seeing three of everything. Praise God. But then when I got home, I knew something wasn't right. I said, well, maybe something's going on with my eyes. Maybe I'm straining my eyes and stuff. So I said, let me go get some glasses. So I went to the eye doctor, praise God. And, you know, you know how they do. You know, they put those little things over your eyes and stuff, and they put all that kind of stuff in your eye. And then he, he just talking about the rain in Spain and how it mainly fall on the plane. And he talking about, you know, what do I do and what do I do and all that kind of stuff. And he just small talk, you know, rapping about rapping. And then he, she, he, he leaned forward, and then he looked in there, looked straight in my eyes, and his head snapped back just like that, you know. And I'm thinking, like, what's wrong with you, man? You know, I thought he got a, got a Charlie horse or something. Praise God or something. Maybe something bit him or something. I don't know. And he snapped back. And then he, like, you know, so I'm leaning back and looking again. He leaned back. And then he went, he wrote, he, he turned the seat around and started writing over on his spine. And he wrote on one of them little prescription pads, you know, an address for me to go to. And he handed it to me. He says, here, I need you to go to this address today. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I ain't got time today. He said, no, no. I need you to go here today. In fact, I'm going to have my, res- my, my, my receptionist set the appointment for you. You just go over there and tell them I sent you. And I'm like, all right. You know, and I'm thinking like, what? Can't be no big deal. So I, I just went ahead and went. I'm like, whatever, praise God. So I rode on over there and everything like that. You know, once choose the parking spot in the middle, praise God, amen. And 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 then went up, choose to stay away in the middle, you know, push the button in the middle, everything. You know, the whole thing. And then got up there and then, you know, when I got there, all I had to do was say my name. They didn't even have me wait. They said, you, come straight in. 
Praise God. And I'm thinking, like, what's up with this? And so when I went in there, praise God, the person did the same thing, dude. Sit down right here, sir. And I'm like, well, what's going on? They said, sir, excuse me, could you sit down right here? And I said, sure. So I sat down right there. It was really intense in everything that they were saying. Then they put the little things down and looked in and got snapped his head back. He said, say, I need you to go in here. Then they stuck me like a sausage in this big machine, praise God. Told me they needed me to get, get something, some letters, praise God. Hey, man, it was a big sausage machine. And they stuck me in there. It goes, it's, that's all I heard for a long time. It's a, it, it, yeah, MRI. And I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, if y'all don't get me up out of this sausage machine, praise God, I'm sitting up in this thing. And then they kind of slid me back out, told me to go put my clothes on, go back up to the doctor. So I went back up to the doctor. And when I got there, praise God, he walked over to a thing and he stuck a picture up there. He said, see that right there? It was like all light, but then there was this big black spot. Well, I guess maybe the... You know, the picture went bad or something. Big black spot. He said, that's your brain right there. And I'm like, hey, it's a pretty big brain. <laughs> you know, it's, it's your brain right there. He said, see that big spot right there? That big, big spot? He said, there's a tumor on the back of your brain stem. And it said, and it has grown and it has, it's putting pressure on your optical nerves right now. That's why you can't see like you can. He said, in fact, it's going to get worse because it's in an inoperable spot. We can't do a single thing about it. He said, because if I try to operate it, being on, that it has run in, in, into your brain and, and the different things in there, he said, if I cut this, it'll, it'll, it'll kill you, and it'll do all these different things, and so we can't even take no chances. And so this is what's going to happen, sir. He said, I want you to you know, uh, call, call, call your wife, and maybe she can come get you. you know? And I'm thinking, like, I'm going to drive anyway. And so he, he said, come get her, come tell her, come get you, and this is what's going to happen to you. She said, first thing that's going to go is your vision's going to finish going. He said, after your vision go to your speech is going. I'm thinking like the devil is a lie. I'm called to preach. Praise God. He said, your speech is going to go next. After your speech goes, he says, then you're going to lose your mobility. He said, then you're going to be, have to be wheeled around and carried around in different places. He said, and then after that, you're going to turn it. He said, that's when you're going to turn into a vegetable where you're going to be slobbing on yourself and stuff like that. He said, we're going to make you as comfortable as possible. He said, and then you're going to die. I said, and then you're going to die. I'm like, the devil is alive. Praise God. I saw, I told it all three of them I saw standing there. Praise God. I said, the devil is alive. <laughs> Hallelujah. All oh, y'all, devil's alive. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I told you that to tell you how he said it with intensity. Because he had information I didn't have. He saw what I didn't see. He was a specialist in what he dealt with which meant he knew exactly what could occur and would occur outside of the working of God. Now, I thank God and I know God. Praise God. Because you notice I ain't no vegetable. Praise God. You notice I, and I see one of y'all. Praise God. Amen. I see one of y'all. Because my God's a healer. Holy is the Lord. Oh, holy is the Lord. I know he holy. Praise God. Ain't nobody in the class like him. Praise God. I got a healer for a God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. And, I, and all that other stuff that they said was going to happen, ain't none of that been happening. Praise God. Because they put me back in the sauces machine. They put me back in the sauces machine about a week later. Praise God. So they could see what they can do. Praise God. Maybe they could attack it with some chemicals or something like that. Put me back in the sausage machine about a week later. Praise God. Brought me back out. In fact, the guy pulled me out halfway through the sausage process. And, 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 he, and, he, and he said to me, what they call you down here for again? And I said, man, they say, they say. I got this tomb in the back of my head, but the devil is alive. So the guy stuck me back in. I figured he stuck me back in because he didn't want to hear me preach, praise God. And, 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 and long story short, pulled me back out and sent me back upstairs, praise God. And the guy, same doctor, went over there and threw the first one up, 
this big mass sitting up in there? He said, there's one from today. He threw that one up there, and it was clear, absolutely clear, all the way across. He said, I don't know what to say to you. I said, I know what to say. He said, I don't know what happened to you. I said, I know what happened to me. I got healed in the name of Jesus. God ain't got time for me to no, be no vegetable. Are you listening to me? It wasn't gonna be, I wasn't going to be going places and they pouring hollandaise sauce on me. I wasn't going to be no piece of broccoli. Are you listening to me up here? I got, a, I got a ministry to complete. I got a mission to accomplish. I got something to do on this world. Are you listening to me up in here? But that doctor spoke to me vehemently. He spoke to me vehemently. And that's what it is that he's speaking to you too. Because God is telling you, I see something in you. I see something that's going on in you. I see something that's going to happen to you that if this thing progresses, this is what's going to happen to you. So he gives you a commandment that says, this is what I need you to do. Here's an injunction, a prescription. And when I give it to you, I need you to do it wholly. That's why by implication, the word, the word diligently by implication means holy. W-H-O-L-L-Y. In other words, God doesn't prescribe us to follow his prescriptions partially, but wholly. I say not partially, but wholly. Because you've got to do what he tells you to do. The Lord was dealing with me not long ago, praise God. I was experiencing a certain thing that I figured I wasn't supposed to be experiencing. And I said to the Lord, praise God, I said, excuse me, sir, you know, what's this going on? And he said, he told me what was going on. And I said, well, this ain't supposed to be happening, praise God. I did what you told me to do. He said, you did the first part. You didn't do the second part of what I said to do. And I said, my bad. So I'm jumping on the second part too, praise God, so they can get rid of the other things that was manifesting. See, they started manifesting because I didn't do all of what he told me to do. I just did part. Come on, don't look at me like that. Because a lot of us choose, just choose the parts that we want to do, the parts that we like that God said do. When God said this part, okay, I like that. I can do that. I can see that. That makes sense. Okay, I'll do that. And then there's other part where I don't know about that. I don't like that. No, do it. God know what he's doing. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. I said a hallelujah. And let's look, stanza number four. He said, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. All that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Talking about the one that understands that the blessed are they who are undefiled in the way. He said, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. He said, oh, that if somebody would just tell me what God says about the matter. That he directs my way. That word directed right there means to stand perpendicular. I like that. That word directed right there means to stand perpendicular. That somebody would help me have my ways become perpendicular. What do you mean by perpendicular? I mean straight up. Straight up the way it's supposed to be. Well, I, I, but see, this is where the problem is. Let me tell you what the problem is. You want to hear what the problem is? Let me tell you what the problem is. A lot of us, we walking around, we've been wrong for so long that we walk around leaning in life. Praise God. And so since we walk around leaning in life like this, everything look like it's straight this, like this. Are you listening to this? We just as crooked anyway. And so we'd be like, what? Ain't nothing wrong with my stuff. My stuff just right. So what God does is he drops a word from heaven. It drops, it's like making a plumb line. Anybody ever hear, know what a plumb line is? Praise God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. God really does want all of us to be imitators of Him. I hope even more that you're inspired to do what God wants all of us to do, that is to be more like Him, so that we can walk and talk like He wants us to do, and thereby have and enjoy the awesome life that He wants us to live, that can only be lived when we're more like God, like He wants all of us to be and do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another this year and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedding folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to fight a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with and without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.